No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Friendly Podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. And Quick Hits, a review of every show of the tour the next day with someone who was there. 
We started HF Pod in 2013 to bring the fan voice into the discussion. We're six years in, and with the help of our guests, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for the band we all love. Whether you're new to Fish or you've been listening for years, we think you'll find something to enjoy on HF Pod. Search for the Helping Friendly Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, or find us on the web at hfpod.com. So the you you run a store uh, mm-hmm. out there, and your store is is on a boardwalk, right? Is that right? It's basically a block from the boardwalk, so it's right around the corner. So it's basically a beach store, beach town, very touristy How summer fun. season. So so what is it? Just a ghost town right now? It's a ghost town. Um, none of the stores are open none of the restaurants are open the actual boardwalk and beach is barricaded and there's cops that are sitting down there so it's wow. total ghost town good time um, to be a cop you, <laughs> you just get to be posted up on the beach all ship long that's yeah. kind of um, see positive side sorry <laughs> sorry go ahead john <laughs> now you can get on the beach and they'll say for exercising and like walking your dogs, but basically everything's shut down and there's tons of restaurants around here. Same thing, you know, for a beach town and all those are shut down. So I got a lot of friends that work in the restaurants and stuff and they're basically just totally out of work. Ooh, dude. So they're not even doing takeout or anything in the restaurants or the, I mean, that's still not much business, even if they do. Some of them are, but yeah, it's, you know, whatever percent of the main thing that it's going to be. So we're just kind of holding on and waiting to see what's going to happen. So the store is shut down till May 15th. Um, at the moment, we'll see what happens there. And then my other job that I work from home, I'm cut down to like 30 hours a week. So it's kind of cool. I got a four day work week, which was like my one thing. I always wanted and would promote if I was running for president, yes. but I didn't want to get it this way. But you know, <laughs> maybe you should, maybe you should yeah. run a forced for four day week. Yeah. See what happens. That was my only thing on the platform: a four day work week. <laughs> Everything else will let somebody else handle. I'm that so shit. down with hey, that. Hey, that's enough for me to vote for you. Mm-hmm. It changed my like. It changed my outlook on everything. Like I dropped down to four days, <laughs> and look. There's certain things like I am not like one of those divas that has to have nails and all that stuff done. I've always been able to like provide that stuff for myself because I worked in spas and stuff. But I don't want to freaking work five days, so <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. But then if you work four, you got to work four tens. That's the difference. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 not doing that. But yeah, like you still got to make that forty. But it changed oh. my attitude. Was the point? It changed my attitude about work and and what work is and why I even go there and made me just feel like there's no separation. I'm not going to work or I'm not staying home. It's like this is what I'm doing with my day today. That's cool. That is cool. But having it forced on you isn't. That, yeah, that's no, rough. Forced I, especially is not, when you have a young kids yeah when you have a family you're supporting and care for and things are nuts man but i what's I, your outlet for that stuff john what are you doing um how do you keep yourself I present mean, you know so you're not thinking about that kind of stuff it's kind of like it goes into one window and like back out so i'll get like focused on you know a couch tour concert that's coming on or a book i'm reading or playing with my son or a movie and then you think back about oh what's going to happen with my work mm-hmm. or my store or like Amy's doing massage, but her like studio where the yoga is at is closed down. So, you know, it always goes back to that. But for the most part, like my nature is just an optimistic 
person or you know feeling from a day-to-day basis but i try to keep it realistic so um i just try to keep a positive perspective but i guess my mind kind of goes into like things that i've been thinking about um more like i get kind of deep i read a lot of books i'll just start thinking about different ideas or like big projects i have just because i have more time where normally i'd be like Oh, I'm going to this show where I'm doing this. Now it's just like, okay, well, let me think about this thing that I wanted to spend more time on. What you need like different kind of mental space. Yeah. What books are you reading right now? Um, a couple Algis Huxley uh, books. One like Moksha book, which is all his letters and stuff about psychedelic experiences and like substances. Um, so like letters to Timothy Leary and all these different doctors oh, wow. from the fifties. Um, couple other. Uh, books the doors of perception i just brought those up from my basement last night where i have a big bookshelf um just other random stuff about like hiking and different political books and stuff i have like so many books in my house i just go all over the place so you're a you're a uh, a physical book reader you're not you don't do audio books i do audio books but normally only when i'm driving is the thing when i'm sitting it's weird like when i work I can listen to podcasts and get in every conversation and pay attention to it, but I can't do an audiobook at work, if that makes sense. Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, so there's, I do audiobooks yeah. when I'm driving, but like podcasts when I'm working, I can like get in the flow of like a conversation or something that's going on, but audiobooks. So normally I just read paper books or like a Kindle or something. So as far as podcasts go, how, how did you find out about No Simple Road, man? You want a like the basic podcast story? Yeah. Um, so actually from the fish book that I sent you guys, there's, uh-huh. you know, one of the hundred things talks about the podcast, which I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Uh, Analyze fish. Yeah. Um, with Harris Whittles. So I, I saw that and I was like, I want to listen to this. And I turned it on and it was great. And it got me hooked. I go, damn, I never even knew a podcast like was a thing or even listened to them. But I started working from home. So I needed something to listen to after Stern went off. So I started with that, and then that brought me into Osiris and Under the Scales, mm. and then I started listening to all the fish stuff, like Amigos and Female Centrics, and then I heard Donnie B say, Aaron and Apple were at the gorge being a couple of, you know, something, <laughs> like tripping, and I was like, man, that just sounds, I was like, man, I gotta listen to that, I have no idea what it is or what it's talking about, yeah. and I listened to the first episode, and then I just basically listened to you guys straight until I caught up for like, I think a month straight. I was just listening, but then literally you start talking about like Duncan and Rogan and like all the stuff that I had no idea about. So like now I'm deep into the podcast world and I'm like, it's, there's so many things and I'm like having ideas of wanting to start a podcast. Yeah. What what would you have a podcast about? What would, what's like on your brain to talk about? Um, so I have a philosophy degree, like that's kind of what I get into, but like all over the place with different stuff. Um, my whole thing is the way we live a lot of times is not analyzed or thought about. It's just like, this is the way we live. So I like to take things and just say, hey, does this make sense just from like a outside perspective? Like, okay, we live in box houses, for an example. Maybe they should be circular. Whoever thought about that? What's the best way to design a house? Or, you know, take any topic, like I have a million different things like on you know ideas we could talk about um or just even projects that i think need to happen um there's one thing that i heard you talking about mel i think you went to seattle and talked to some girl about like a death 
thing. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, a friend, friend of Crystal. ours. Yeah. yeah. The Grateful Death. Yes. And then there's another girl in California um, doing like a lot of death positive stuff. Um, I'm trying to start like a new type of, I don't know, cemetery or app or something, maybe called like the Field of Remembrances, where you could go there and maybe like have someone's digital memories and thoughts like in a way that you could access it and be with maybe a loved one or their memories versus like the way we do it right now. So oh. Oh. just like different projects and things that I think I'd want to talk Randy about. Randy Sutton. Do you remember Randy? He had this whole, this was years ago. Um, um, a really good friend of Aaron's dad, Randy had the idea of, um, a legacy. Uh, oh yes. Leaving a legacy. And so he, I think he ended up, doing it or but it was like leaving a legacy for your family um for the dying um to leave their family something that was a visual audio yeah, but you would put it together before like you know yeah like i would do it now and yeah, put together this fine. thing for everybody so when i'm gone you guys can go back to this thing and it's not a bummer or it is a bummer however i want to put it together well, well, <laughs> you can learn yeah, yeah about your ancestors exactly. or your family or just have memories, you know, if you want them or that's a, um, that's a trip, John, that like, it's funny. I started listening to podcasts the exact same way. It was, there was nothing on after Stern and I needed something to listen to while I worked. And I started listening to podcasts and, um, it's just a trip to me that like, there's, there's like a, connect the dots thing that happened that got you here to listen to no simple road. And like, I, I just wonder like from your perspective, what's different about this show than, than other podcasts. Um, for me, kind of easy as far as why is like i like you guys the best or why i think you're different than other podcasts why you Um, think we're different one you're brutally honest and you let us inside your lives um which some others do in certain ways but not as much as you guys do that's why a lot of listeners say like i was like listening to you guys talk at the beginning of the episode or when you do a heads talking because i get to hear what's going on with you guys and sometimes that's as important or more important of a feel about what's going on just because we can relate with just the good times when like your grandson is born, the bad times when your dad passed away, you know, you get the full spectrum of everything that's going on versus just the surface stuff. Mm -hmm. But then you get deep in on the music and then I can relate to all the experiences you have because I do the same stuff. When you go to a show, when you have a crazy great psychedelic or weird or bad experiences or the traveling or meeting up with your friends or the synchronicities. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of everything that someone in our scene would like. Um, But it also has the personal aspect because there's a lot of other shows out there where they're going to talk about people, but I don't get like the deep personal stuff with you guys. You go all the way. And then there's a lot of stuff that I relate to and it makes me feel like I can connect with you guys a lot more than any other show and make me want to listen to hear what's going on. And then it makes me feel like we're part of the family. You, so that's why but I you are. You and and, wow. and that's, that's, that's rad. That's a great 
Well, that's, that's what we yeah, talk like about so trying to achieve out. and stuff. And sometimes we wonder. We, I mean, we've wondered that many times if we're being too open, if we're not being open well, enough. I, we definitely we have go. all like struggle. Not, I don't want to say struggle, but like just dealt with like. Well, especially we say it, this? it changed again say? with this quarantine recently, mm-hmm. and now it's changed even more. Even with the people, uh, well, like talking to you right now, we're seeing you're sitting in a room. <laughs> We're seeing your house. We're seeing this with musicians. You, you guys, everybody is now seeing my bedroom. Yeah. And like, oh my God. <laughs> that never happened before. That wouldn't have happened probably unless this happened. And, so everybody's getting more tours. It's like, oh, hey, you want to see the other room? Yeah. You know, that's, a, well, that's like, and that, that, super cool. That's something that positive cool. that's come out of the quarantine is that I feel like it's made all of us closer. Like it's made us have to like not just say together. we're the family, but act and be the family now. Yeah, yeah. is what I felt it, like. It's like m- you say you love your uncle, but now you actually went to go visit your uncle and you hung out with him and you had dinner with him, and that's what this is doing. It's kind of like bringing us in the same room together, virtually and like comfortability level. You know, like we're all in the same space together, and that's what I love about what's happening. Like. It freaking sucks that people are dying, man. Like nobody wants people to die. Nobody wants people to get that they love to get sick. Nobody wants to lose their job. Yeah. To see people not happy because they're losing their jobs or they're, you know, worried about their families and stuff. But if we all thought about all sad things all at the same time, that would be a horrible, horrible outlook for the for everybody. And so somebody's got to keep it real, you know, somebody's got to keep it real on the other side. Like there is a little bit of happiness to be had. And if that's all we can find is that little bit, then that's what I'm chasing. Well, yeah. Like John gets to hang out with his son a that's, lot that's more. That's what I'm saying. How, like, it's making our family Like stronger. your son is going to remember, like he's like, dad got to hang out, mom and dad. Like that's so special. I don't have a lot of memories like that. I know we did that for Sydney and Simon, but. I don't have memories of mom and dad. And so thinking of all the kids that are chilling with mom and dad, that's freaking dope. Well, like all the musicians and <laughs> yeah. this whole scene we're into, they're all, they'd all be out on tour right now and their kids would be, you know, what? at home or whatever. Or everybody, this is making family stronger. I know it has for me. I've been, re- I've reached out. I reconnected with two of my aunts I hadn't talked to in years because I've had the time at like, okay, take a moment, call them up. And, you know, it's making people do things that, like you said at the beginning of this, you're doing projects, you're doing things. We're all doing things that have been kind of on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say there's like good and bad with everything. And I feel like when I used to think about, well, where am I at in like the richness scale of life? I'm like, well, I'm in somewhere. There's a lot of people a lot better than me and a lot of people a lot worse, but I'm somewhere and I got to deal with where I'm at. So same thing with this quarantine life, Corona going on. Like there's some people that lost every job they had and money and are like single parents and struggling. And there's some people who it's probably not, a, you know, it's affecting them, but it's not. I'm somewhere in the middle of that scale. Mm-hmm. So I got to do my best. So like I'm somewhere in the middle. So I just got to do my best to find the positive things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with all the bad stuff going on, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. Like just being able to watch all these couch tour shows. I would have never just said, hey, every Tuesday night, I'm going to go back and watch this show from the Fish Archives. Like that's something I would talk about. Like, oh, when I'm older, I'll just be like, what shows should I watch today? But <laughs> right. now it's like, okay, this is what you're watching today. Everyone else, you know, in our community might be doing the same thing, which is pretty cool. Like when else could I do that? Or the other day, 
like my job, since I'm working 30 hours, I get off at two in my son's home because daycare is basically shut down. So I got Disney Plus and watched Pinocchio and he's sitting in my lap with my arm around him and he's just like, you know, watching it for the first time. I'm like, this is just like a sweet memory that Aww. I have because of this, which maybe that would have happened, but it did, you know, this is the way it happens. So, you know, I'll take the good stuff and yeah, those, just trying to- those moments are some of the best. That right there is some of the best stuff in life. Yeah. Like, I'm 48 years old. My son is 17. My daughter's 25. And that's the stuff that, like, when I think back to them being little kids, that makes me, like, light up inside is, like, swimming in the pool in the summertime yeah. in Vegas, eating, eating grapes. grapes. <laughs> or, like... Or laying on the carpet in his room with him, laying on my back, watching SpongeBob. You know, like that stuff is, and it That's seems the diamond so, of life. It seems so trivial when it's happening if you're not paying attention. I'm just yeah. sitting on the couch watching a fucking movie with my kid. So what? It sounds like such a little thing. There's so much there, though, man. That and That's so rad that you both are getting that. How fun. So what what other stuff are you doing with him to keep him entertained? Like I'm sure there's people listening that <laughs> that have kids at home that Tips need ideas, tricks. man. <laughs> um, literally, he has more energy than any other kid, and I'm not just saying that. Like this is the truth. Like bring it out. I'll, I have videos to prove this. So, um, we go to parks, and he'll run literally three quarters of a mile straight up and come straight back and do that five times. And I like being outdoor in nature. And luckily, Delaware is small enough um, that we have not shut down all of our parks. So we're getting a lot of nature. So, you know, I'm, we found a beaver tree that got cut down the I other day. That, yeah. We found a dead snake, which we saw it take its last breath, which was kind of weird and like symbolic and crazy. And that was Whoa. his first snake he saw, but it went and then it just died. So Wait, well, um, what did you what's, okay. I can't, can we stop there for just a second? What? That, what's the yeah. uh, symbolism for that? Like, what did what did you feel? At, at that at seeing that i don't know it's just like everything in the air is really heavy and deep and mm. i've had i've had other times where i've been hiking by myself and snakes have come out and i was eating like a green apple and like i mean i don't know i have all this snake symbolism so we went out and i was going to show john aldo his first snake but then we when we got there we realized it was hit by a car and his eyes came up and his mouth opened and then right after that it just stopped and it died and then he started crying was like oh. i'm scared of snakes and i was like that was really like just that didn't go I don't know, well. like symbolic of like the old way of like life and everything that was going on and kind of like a shift into oh. like a new you know way of like living and thinking as far as like all right i'm out like now we're going on to this so dang oh, shit wow. so do you do you think that there is a shift going on do you feel that happening oh a hundred percent and like I do, but Amy is like hitting like downloads like on a what? nightly basis. Let's hear it. Let's like, hear what? about where's Amy? Yeah. Well, she should be here too. I, gotta, I know. Yeah. Okay, I know. No, no, it's another okay. time. It's okay. Another time. <laughs> but just whatever you I don't can know, share. Like, images like the, you were talking about the dreams coming through. Like she was getting vivid dreams, but just like an energetic shift going on with kind of like you were talking about the stars lining up and kind of like the whole ending of the mind calendar. Like a new age is starting, but it's not like a date it's just like a time period where things are shifting and maybe this is just like i was thinking today like 
it's kind of like when you know you need an iPhone update and it says, hey, you need like 8.71923 and you're like, whatever, I'll do it next week and you right. keep pushing it off and you know you it's coming and you need to do it. Like a shift <laughs> or a change is coming and then you get to that point where it's like bugged out and it's like, no, dude, like you need to update now. And when you need to update, that shit shuts down to black for a yes, second and like nothing's happening and then slowly it comes back up and I feel like we're in the black starting like the bubble up phase where it's like forced us to like, you're resetting now. So see, we are freaking computers. Like I said, (laughs) it's that, that's such a great like way to think about it because when your phone does turn black, there is a little mini death that happens in you too. Nobody can say that you haven't felt that. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh, I hope it comes back. Oh my God, I'm disconnected. Like if you've dropped it and you're like, oh. If it never came back on, you're fucked for a while. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. First of all, yes. (laughs) So, so, I don't remember where I heard this. I have a whole story in my head that I'm not sure where it came from. Maybe it's from me. (laughs) I don't know. But so the human being is a computer. Basically, we're a big meat computer. We run on electromagnetic frequency and energy and static and whatever else. And Mm -hmm. our brain has synapses that are just like a computer and whatever, whatever. But our DNA is in an upgrade Oh, yeah. We saw something about that the other day. And so where our galaxy is in the universe, there's different frequencies in these areas of the galaxy or in the universe. And our galaxy is traveling into some new energy in that. And so Mm -hmm. that's what everybody's feeling is that shift in frequency that's happening. And... There's some people whose antennas are busted and they're not getting the download. And then there's other people that are really fucking plugged in mm-hmm. that are like getting downloads like Amy, like Amy and, and everything in between. And what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's it's uncomfortable, man. It's uncomfortable as fuck. I for me. I'm yeah. I I get it and I I'm it's happening and I know it's happening and I can feel the changes happening in myself and but I'm kind of struggling with it like fighting along the way as the update in, takes baby. place. I, I, <laughs> I it's it's tough, man. I it's know. it's a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like just because, you know, something cool is going on (laughs) or happening does not make it any easier. It's kind of like one thing I always say when stuff's going on. I'm like, there is nothing harder than real life, but there's nothing better. So, you know, it's kind of like that paradox where like a lot of stuff might be really hard and it's going on and it might be in the moment super like weird and we're like you know not happy with the situation whatever it is negative times 
but then there are those great moments that you know when you like hang out with a friend or a loved one or your kid or you have that experience at the concert where it's like everything in the world and the universe is just fine and perfect that you know Mm -hmm. we can get there um or experience those, those times but yeah, getting through that moment is not easy or comfortable, you know, and, and you're, there's fear in all of us because we don't know what's going on. But like, we just got to have faith that especially if we can stick together with our community, that together we can make it through it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yep. It, the, it, does the feel, it does feel comforting having a community. It really freaking does. Because think about if you weren't into anything. Ugh. Then he, what, oh then, yeah, if you're well, part who, of no group, well, yeah. Or but fan then who do you go to? Or... You know what I mean? Like it's you know, aside from your family, um, what where do you gain you know comfort? And in this time, that's hard right now. We just need to somebody to be like, yes, I know what you're talking about. I, I feel like it. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, also, that's it. <laughs> but also on on the flip side, not on the flip side, but in addition to that, like when there's stuff happening in the unseen world mm-hmm. where you're dealing with your intuition and you're dealing with feeling and you're getting vivid fucking dreams every night and downloads and shit's happening to you. I know for myself, I have a tendency to like, did that really happen? Is that, is that a thing? Like, was that real? Am I really feeling that? And having other people that say, yeah, man, fuck same exact thing is same, happening to yeah. me. Let you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah this is this is this a thing. Is, yeah, we're dealing with this all together. This is that's, a thing. and I think that's like going way back to tribal society, like apart from pooling our resources so that we don't all have to hunt and we don't all have to gather and we can share our resources. Besides that part of being a tribe, there's that that what I'm talking about, like shared experience being the thing that helps people grow and and that community is is like a a nurturing thing the village the village yeah Yeah. totally it's kind of like um like i know my neighbors next door because i see them but i don't know them like i know you guys a lot more than them because i hear your experiences but then i feel like we know each other a lot more because we've had that shared psychedelic experience in those musical settings and non-musical settings, you know, with all the other life experiences. And it gives us a better point to relate and to connect with one another. So I feel like in the future, we can all kind of be like the supporters of that community because there's a lot of healing that needs to go on in general. And even more so now that, you know, being able to be open and honest about it and support the community um, with the good and the bad, but just being an advocate um, or a member of it and being out there and fine with it, that that's important for all us to do, especially at this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and having the, what you said about like, you know, life is happening and it's not always comfortable, but it is awesome. Like, that to me is a psychedelic experience that what you're saying, that's the fucking, that's it. Like I've been on an acid trip. That was the most terrifying thing in the moment. But when I look back on it now, I'm like, that was fucking awesome. I am so much stronger and a better person because I made it through that thing. And that's like the, 
when this started happening, like I kept saying to Mel, I have no fucking frame of reference for what's happening right now. This has never happened before. So I don't know what to do with it in my head. But since it's gone on for five weeks now, I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a, a real psychedelic trip happening out in the world to everybody all at once. Yeah, nobody has We're on the journey together. Yeah. We all got our water mm-hmm. dosed. <laughs> and, and nobody There's told us. something really in the water. Yeah. yeah. So, that's, that's how, well, I wanted to ask that, they, like, when, when you just remind me, when Mel, is there really something in the water? We out here on the West Coast, uh, we're, we don't know anybody firsthand that has, uh, that knows anybody with COVID or anything. It's a whole different uh, thing on the East Coast. Yeah. Just wondering, like, if you, Amy, if you, like, any, you know, I, hopefully not anybody in family or anybody, you know, I mean, you guys know anybody that well, firsthand has been dealing oh, with this? Yeah, kind of close family, and it actually is a good story um, at this point, but Amy's brother-in-law is a doctor, um, and they were actually in New York, right, in New York at the beginning of March, and oh. so was I at a widespread show, um, so we were, but they were there randomly, like, doing something different with their daughter. Um, and then a couple weeks later he got sick with COVID was at home for 10 days. Finally went to the hospital, um, was really bad. They were going to put him on a ventilator and he was a doctor and he said, Nope, I want to go home and basically checked himself out, went home and then was sick for two more weeks and recovered. And now he basically started working back like from his house, you know, to do his stuff at the hospital. So okay. he recovered, wow. Hell yeah. but Hell he was yeah. bad, but that's close family that like we yeah, were, you know, she was over there with, you know, her niece and seeing them and stuff. So it's just scary. And Amy actually lost her taste of smell uh, and taste completely. Um, so she thinks she might be asymptomatic and have had it and got tested for COVID, yeah. but we haven't got that test back yet. So, I mean, it's definitely close to oh, that's, uh, that's close. You know, family for sure. Yeah. If, if she's lost yeah, her sense, her sense so of crazy. taste and smell, that that's well. Now we well, we we just got talked to RJ right before we called you, and and mm-hmm. his uh, mother, she got it, and and she's recovered. like, yeah, she's and in she, like a nursing home, yeah. and he thought that like that was the yeah. you know you don't recover from this. Eighty years and she old recovered. with respiratory problems and got well, COVID. she had a, she had a stroke, yeah. and the, and so yeah, like so this is definitely awesome what, that we're hearing these stories about people making like, it, making and that's it. a tr- what you said. Her brother like being a doctor and refusing the ventilator because I've heard several story like news wise and stuff that a ventilator doesn't necessarily help this. Sometimes it can be more detrimental. I think that's why he said no, and then some people were just recovering better on their own. But that's why the stuff's so scary because there's so much unknown. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I can look at normal, quote unquote, life before or something, and I can say, well, I really don't know how this works, but I can see how like something's happening, and I can be like, all right, this is what the scientists say, and this basically makes sense. Right now, people are shooting from the hip, and that's yeah, when things makes sense. get scary. And I don't like to be a hip shooter when I don't know <laughs> no. what the hell mm-hmm. I'm talking about. It's like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. So, a hip um, shooter in the dark, right? Like, <laughs> not, with, not with my life. Like, I'll hip shoot about what song I thought that that was a segue yeah. in the 30th minute. What are they the going to open jam. the show like, with? Oh, yeah, bro. What was that song? Victim, Victor? Like, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm tripping too hard. So, like, I'll hip shoot with that. But when it's like, oh yeah take this uh, drug for like the virus i don't know i'm like "Mm, no that might not be the best well and it's terrible too man like and we all know like watching tv or watching the news 
It depends on what channel you turn on as to what news you're going to get. And, yeah. and then there's like six people all contradicting each other and every, we're going to open the country up in a week. No, we're not. We're going to all stay closed until the end of the summer. There's never going to be any fun again. We're and, having and most fun of next them, week. Like, most of them have no credentials yeah, to weigh in on it's shit. Bill from the car wash. Yeah. And like, yeah. They'll read a book once. This, Let's ask him I what mean, he thinks. This is serves all of us right like as a humanity like this is <laughs> this is what, what we get. have to go through right now like this it's silly it's over the top it's scary it's crazy it's out uh, it's outrageous like that's what we need to go through to get through this shift that's we need to all collectively feel some a, a fucking psychedelic trip and then move on together because then that right from that starting point that's like a new birth that's like, remember that shit that we went through in 2020, you know, yeah. now, right? Like then 2030 when we're skipping and, and, you know, bobbing our head and doing whatever we do, that's going to be, it's like our birth place. I feel like that's what it is. And it's, to re- me, it's rebirth for mother nature. At this yeah. moment too. It's given a break to the planet. A hundred percent. And you know, some people will be like, Oh, we're taking a break. I'm like, yeah. Have you seen like the sky and all the destruction? And I'm like, you know, we don't need to be going a hundred percent all the time. Um, you know, oh. but we can do that. But something I was thinking, uh, Amy was telling me about this author who basically, she was a psychic that said in 2020 Sylvia and Brown. 2030, yeah, that there would be you know, a pandemic coming. Um, and then it would just like disappear. So yeah. like, there's so much crazy stuff going on. Like I can just experience it and like do my best. In I'm the waiting water. for the disappear part. That's <laughs> it can fuck off now. Yeah. I'll be really stoked. It, it's Dang. Yeah. What's the first thing you're going to do, Johnny B when, when restrictions are lifted, no matter when they are, what what's the first thing? Uh, I will go down to the beach with my bodyboard or paddleboard and jump into the ocean and ride a wave. Dang, there. that's a hell of a way to. Yeah, that's like, a good celebration. Yeah, yep, that I'm is a going down. Yeah. I'm jumping right in that ocean. <laughs> what are you doing, Apple? I, I haven't asked you, or have I? What are you doing when this is all done? I haven't. I've... Right on. I have. Well, I have no idea. Well, because it, it's kind of different. It sounds like for John. No, 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 no. In, I, in a world. In a world. <laughs> where where everything was lifted tomorrow and there everything's turned back on and you can go do anything you want. Probably you go want. to the bar and, and hang out, like go to the like <laughs> Westgate or something and have a there flight of bourbons and an awesome burger and just sit okay. where people congregate, maybe play a game of pool and you know, just yeah, I guess congregate because they're as soon as it lifts, there's not going to be any festivals or anything. No, so, no, like, you're not local, allowed to say that. Your That's local a stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably something but, like that. What about email? I'm going to have friends over. That's what I'm going to do. Absolutely not. Yes. No. I'm having friends over. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's too yeah. soon. Oh. I told you the other day, we're, we're going, there's a, a chain of venues here in Portland called McMenamins. And they're restaurants, um, concert venues, and hotels. And uh, it's all like Grateful Dead themed hotels and stuff. They're awesome. Yeah. And there's, they they buy old historic buildings and refurbish them and turn them into these restaurants and venues and stuff. And out in Hillsboro, there's one that is a Masonic temple. It's in Forest Grove, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the Lodge. The Grand, Grand Lodge. Lo- it's called the Grand Lodge, and it's this Masonic temple that, yeah. that they turned into 
a funky, a funky spa, it, hotel, restaurant place. I was like, we're going. They have like this gigantic soaking pool. I'm like, we're going mm-hmm. to the soaking pool, and I'm getting oh, yeah. a fucking cheeseburger from that place. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we'll get there. I'll, we'll get there. You'll be in the ocean. I'll be eating a burger with apple. And then we'll just be waiting for those shows to start being announced. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. But, you know, I've, I know how many shows you guys have been seeing, and I've been on the same trajectory the last two years. So I'm like, at least I feel good that I've been, like, going to as many shows as possible, <laughs> yeah. even though at the time that may have not been the most financially or, you know, responsible, yeah. responsible. thing to do. But it's like, you know, now I'm like, I'm glad I made all those oh, decisions. You can't be right. like... You shouldn't have gone to any of those shows. Like, no, no. So what is that when you have like regret, you look back and you think like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. What is it when you look back and you're like, hell yeah. It's called doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) There's no word for not regret. (laughs) Well, re, so post, post, post mortem. No, 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 I don't know. Regret, post, yeah. Ungret. Ungret. No regret. No no regret. No regret, man. I ain't got no grit. He has no grit. Is that an egret? No, that was a no grit. <laughs> what? Right on, man. Oh, Johnny B. We love you, Thank brother. Thank you, man. Thanks for sharing your time and telling us what's up with you and letting the family know what's going on with you. That's really sweet. Yeah, man. Things are good down here. We're right going to make it. You know, I'll keep supporting you guys as yeah. much as I can. You know that. <laughs> um, we got to get you out the here. The Chan donator in you, man. <laughs> Appreciate we got to get you out here, man. You got to come, come stay. Yeah. And well, when things are out. right, man, we'll make plans. Yeah. And, oh, so I got an idea too, for, uh, Ooh. an electric fish promo, uh, psychedelic print, no simple road design that I'm coming up with. So hell yeah. All right. That's stay I tuned love all that. of those words. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. It's what's happening in my head. So whatever you just heard right now to just in the future, it'll be coming out and it will be available to you. Hell yeah. All, all right. right, John. Give Amy my love, man. And tell right, her man. she can she, she can reach out too anytime. And she does. Right, and just let her know. We love her. All right. I love right. you guys too. We'll talk, right, take John. care, man. man. Take care, brother. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Bye. You ain't done yet. We're not going to eat uglies at all tonight. We're going to eat <laughs> uglies in a minute. We're start uglies in four minutes. Yeah, oh, okay, Apple's cool. starting uglies right. in four minutes. I Apple, tell everybody what a little ugly is. It's something that's little and it's not very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small, unattractive thing. Okay, so here's what you do. You take some ground beef and you put it in the frying pan. You brown that ground beef with a little bit of onion in it. And then you take an entire bottle of barbecue sauce and you pour that in. Mix it all up. Mix it all up. And then you get a muffin tin and you get some biscuit dough. And you put the biscuit dough in the muffin you tin. push it in there. You mush it, it in there. Make a little cup. And then you put the ground beef in there and you put cheese on top and you throw that thing in the oven for a little while. And those are called little uglies. And that's what we're having for dinner tonight. And if you're bored in quarantine, you too can make little uglies. And you could probably look them up on Google and get the full recipe because that was just the abbreviated No Simple Road version. And I call them little nasties. But Aaron's like, they're a little <laughs> they're ugly little is uglies. not little nasties. All right. So 
We love you guys. And we'll be checking in with the family more often as this thing continues. And you know what? We're going to come through this. We're coming out the other side. I feel in the in the vibrations of the planet that we turned a corner this last week where we did well, I like what John to say John to say we're like in that on the, the updating your iOS on your phone and stuff we're in the, we're in the blackout portion the phone is shut off right now and we're yeah. sitting here going I'm holding it's the power gonna be coming, so it's gonna be coming back this is an analogy I've used before to for a lot of things but think about a waterfall and there it's like a you know there's a cutout and there's another side you can get through, but you got to go through the waterfall and you've got this big ship, right? So the ship needs to go through the waterfall to the other side. Well, the front of the ship is not experiencing what the back of the ship is experiencing because it's a big ship and the front has to go first. The front is getting wet. It's getting pounded on like, and it's also seeing the beautiful other side and the back is like, doesn't even know what's happening. It's fine. So you're saying, caught up are you saying we're in the back of the boat? I'm saying we're definitely not in the front of it. <laughs> we're coming up to that. Why that waterfall is still scary. We don't know yeah. that the front of the boat made. I like that. enough. When that Apple logo comes on though. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, but then it. But even when that comes on, though, then it's still not. You got put in the then password. It, then it's and like the okay, it's almost there. But yeah, we're and just we're a shout out to our listeners for sending us cute shit during uh, like DMing us. Like that's cute. Yeah, cute songs. I yeah, and songs and like voice messages and little just audio clips. Like that's just. Sweet. I haven't gotten anybody's dreams. I'm waiting for your dreams. Your dreams. Give me some dreams. 971-808-1524. 971-808-1524. If you've been having weird dream, dreams, dream, I want to hear them. Dream, so dream. send them in. We love you guys. We'll see you next week with more stuff and things. We have a new episode coming out on stuff Wednesday evening with Mick Bondi and um, Kat, Kat Wilkerson and Maria, Maria Moldar from the Garcia Project. Midnight Look at the Oasis. Look that. Aaron is so proud of himself. I remember all baby. the names. Big beat. Good like a you. kid that just got he, a brownie button. I did something. good, huh, Apple? Very good. Very good. We love you guys. Stay safe. If you need us, we're here. And we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace. Hello everybody, I'm Bruce. 
and I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.